Having spent the past two uh, podcast uh, pairs on Red Hook Summer and Chirac from 2012 and 2015, I want to now take a shift uh, backwards to 1997 and talk about Spike Lee's documentary film, Four Little Girls. The film was made in collaboration or uh, you know, with support of HBO was initially a documentary made uh, to be aired on HBO, but had a very short run, not very successful, in theaters. And then it returned to HBO and is now uh, obviously available in various uh, forms and places. The documentary is about the bombing of the 16th Street Baptist Church in Birmingham, Alabama in 1963, which killed four little girls. That's where the title comes from, of course. The film has been, uh, the documentary has been critically praised and really well received. I believe it is um, is actually uh, preserved and uh, honored as part of the um, Library of Congress's uh, culturally relevant or aesthetically uh, significant uh, films in the part of the National Film Registry. And I think that's important because, you know, I mean, I think it's just a feature of documentary films generally, uh, but here of Spike Lee's Four Little Girls for sure, that uh, they're not very viewed, but they're uh, hugely valued. I wish this film actually had been viewed <laughs> in, in um, was was something that was considered mandatory uh, viewing. When I think about uh, Malcolm X and the effect that Malcolm X had, both in terms of Spike Lee's own promotion of the film as incredibly significant for African Americans to see, you know, going so far as to say that that city um, and community uh, schools should let African-American students out of school so that they could go attend uh, screenings of the film. It was, you know, it, I always liked that about Spike Lee. I, I had mentioned this before when I when I first started talking about the film Spike Lee, a number of, of podcast pieces back. A lot of people made fun of him for that, but I, I actually thought it was really significant and important to just say, look, this film is incredibly uh timely, interesting, and urgent for a portion of our population. I would say the same about Four Little Girls. It was not promoted that way. It's certainly not remembered that way, if it's remembered at all. I really like teaching Four Little Girls for a number of reasons, some of which I'll talk about here. Uh, in the next piece, I want to talk about childhood uh, Spike Lee's navigation of questions of, of black death and uh, visual culture and memory. But what I want to talk about here is the format of the documentary and Spike Lee's own approach to uh, uh, method, methodology in, in making documentary films. This is certainly true of Four Little Girls and will continue to be true when we talk about, when I talk about When the Levees Broke. Four Little Girls is largely interviews with living memory, right? People who have living memory of the church bombing, parents of the children, relatives and friends of the children. And so the film really takes place 
for the most part through the eyes of those who remember the event. It also makes uh, use of historical footage, some of it uh, new to me and I think not particularly well known, uh, and some of it actually quite well known. The parts of the historical footage that I think are really important for framing the focus, all right, or framing in a way that focuses the documentary, is really the historical footage of white people in relationship to the civil rights movement. One of the more sympathetic figures and sort of historical memory around, from that period who's white is, uh, strangely enough, George Wallace. Wallace may have declared himself both as uh, governor of Alabama during the civil rights movement and after as a presidential candidate to be a candidate for segregation, you know, running really on a segregationist platform. And that was largely it. That was his form of populism. Uh, he, of course, famously at the, you know, late in his life, uh, did a 180 and, you know, expressed regret and apology for all of the harm that he did. And that, I think, is how George Wallace was able to reinvent himself in the public eye and in terms of history books. I'm sure, you know, any history of the civil rights era that talks about George Wallace will talk about how he reformed and became the opposite of what he was during the movement, right? Or really in the, the Alabama moment of the movement. And I really love that Spike Lee refuses to accept that. He puts George Wallace in Four Little Girls because George Wallace has to be a part of the story. He's the governor of Alabama when the church is bombed and the four little girls die. But when he shows George Wallace and George Wallace trying to articulate himself as having overcome uh, his history of racism, uh, he makes sure that we see just how awkward, and I don't want to say insincere it all is, but how awkward and uh, incomplete or incapacitated his turn away or Wallace's turn away from racism is. That is, you know, George Wallace is one person, but I think as with most token figures in uh, Spike Lee film, or whether it's documentary or, or friction film, they end up standing in for a broader story. I think in this case, a broader story about uh, white liberals or, or white people overcoming racism. That is that George Wallace has all the right beliefs and understands the kinds of things that he needs to regret in order to be a different person. But when we see George Wallace on the screen, what we also see is that he, I think like white people, Spike Lee is saying, like white people generally, does not have the vocabulary or capacity at any kind of articulate level to be anything other than deeply rooted in and with, you know, a foot and a foot and a half or two feet in anti-black racism, that there is no language at some level, no language for white people outside of racist discourse. And so George Wallace's attempt to say, you know, here's one of my best friends, I really like him, and he calls forward a, a black person, like a black man about his age, and the whole interaction is incredibly awkward, and you can see how much this, this black man hates being in the screen and hates being used this way. 
And I think Spike Lee, you know, in that that moment in that footage, is able to say something about where the memory of four little girls, the memory of this church bombing and the death of these these children, where it ought to lie, that it ought not lie in a discourse around surpassing or overcoming racism, right, that George Wallace has been trying to offer to uh, Americans for, uh, you know, the last decade of his life and and, and the the memory of George Wallace since, or this idea uh, that the four little girls' deaths were somehow a moment of transformation for parts of white America. Lee absolutely refuses all of those narratives and framings, and I think he does it by dispelling that motif as a legitimate motif. He dispels the, the legitimacy of that through his treatment of George Wallace on the screen. And so although it's a minor part of the documentary, for me it's really an important moment that tells us why Spike Lee makes the aesthetic choices that he does, and I would say epistemological choices. Aesthetic choices in terms of how Lee is going to transmit affect, how he's going to transmit feeling and sensibility in the film. That's changed by uh, the uh, pushing out of the frame or any frame for the, the film any frame around white liberation and change. That is, this is going to be a film where the the memory and meaning of four little girls is going to be negotiated through the lives of black people. As it turns out, black people whose lives were intimate to these children, right? Parents, family, and friends. But also in in the that aesthetic along with that aesthetic shift or choice or framing there's the epistemological dimension that is how the knowledge proper to the event of the 16th street bombing how the knowledge specific to that event is going to be transmitted and articulated and represented that knowledge is only going to happen or is only going to be given to us transmitted to us the thinking of of the film the thinking around memory and history, around the intimacy of the personal and the national narrative of civil rights, the way these things intertwine, the knowledge of that intertwining is going to come again through the black people intimately connected to the moment. There are, There is almost no appeal to intellectuals, right? There's almost no appeal, if any at all, to outsiders who would help explain what we are seeing. And this for me is the methodology I most like about Spike Lee's documentary filmmaking. And Four Little Girls is his first really serious foray into it. And it's an absolute masterpiece, I have to say. I think it is a documentary that is seamless in its composition and its message. Its message is, you know, something about death, black death, children, childhood, and and American politics. I will talk more about that and representing death in the next piece. But I think it's important just to say it here that, you know, what, what Lee is talking about in the documentary is an event that happened in the past and 
the event that happened in the past informs us about an essential structure that is invariant across American history, right? From enslavement to, the, to our moment now in the 21st century. And one of those things that's, one of those, those invariant elements is a certain kind of relationship to the killing of black people. And that he's able to capture in this film, in his narrations outside the intimacy of family, he's able to tell a story about the, the connection between a sort of American compulsion and the death of these four little girls. That there's a continuity there. But it's not a documentary that is about, you know, a, a long um, unity of American narratives around uh, identity and anti-blackness. That's absolutely there, and he makes that argument, and I think it's a really compelling argument to make, and we ought to take it seriously, right? Lee certainly does. But I would say that what the documentary is really about is about the connection between history and memory. That is, how do you tell the story of an, uh, how do you tell about an historical event? Right, something that happened on a date in 1963 at a location in Birmingham, Alabama. How do you tell that, that, that story? Well, you tell it as he does with, I would say, like the political and social geography of the moment. He outlines the context of the civil rights movement, resistance to it, white terrorism, the role of the church and, and sacred spaces uh, as political uh, sites of political organization, but also sanctuary, and then um, allows us to 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 understand in that way, uh, allow us to understand how it is that four little girls would come to be murdered. It can be reduced to you know white racism or white hatred of black people. 100% that's what it really is all about but if it's all about those things right if it's all about um, if it's all about context then we would simply be talking about a documentary that's an historical film right that's really just about accounting for a moment in history but what Lee does is, is, is infuse that Right, or not even infuse it, but decenter the historical narrative with memory narratives that is getting inside the moment in terms of you know who these little girls were and what it meant to love them as their parents, as their family, as their friends, as members of a community. Right? How you know what is the memory of them? that is not just a companion piece to history, but is actually inside history, and that history is at, at bottom, the historical context and significance of the bombing is really uh, secondary, a sort of epiphenomenon of the actual memorial event, which were these girls who are part of families and communities and who died, and what that has meant to the people who lived after, right? For those people who, who carry that memory with them. You know, mothers and fathers and sisters and cousins and, and community members who felt connected through the church and through the movement to this event. 
Now, there's a lot of, there are a lot of ways that one can do that memory work. And I think a convention of so much documentary is to mix testimony or witness of those who were there and embellish or supplement those memory pieces, those, those witnesses, to, to supplement them with experts. It's usually, you know, psychologists, historians, uh, you know, cultural, th the cultural studies theory people, right, political movement people, someone who comes in and says, you know, here's what you just saw and why it's important. That technique is so tried and true in documentary filmmaking, and I think it produces really interesting results. I often quite like those, those kinds of documentaries. But Four Little Girls is not that. I like what Spike Lee does instead. Spike Lee's committed in this film to the idea that every person is an intellectual. That is, that all of the family, friends, and community members who speak in memory of the four little girls are intellectuals enough to play the role of intellectuals, to play the role of those who transmit and articulate what they're transmitting in terms of a kind of knowledge and what that knowledge gives you, what it affords you as, as a viewer and a listener. And so for me, this connects to, to you know, as I, what I articulated at the very, very beginning of this series, which was a, a black studies approach to cinema and that idea of representing black bodies, black people, and black lives, black life. And here, I think it's important to understand how Spike Lee is saying something about the humanity of the black people in, on screen and their place in a broader context of black life. That is, all of these men and women, who at this point are, are, are old people, how they carry with them the insight and wisdom that is far, you know, is, is, is you, know, you know, easily uh, sufficient to the task of articulating the knowledge the film needs. The film doesn't need just memory. It needs knowledge about the memory. It needs that moment of abstraction that takes from the memory piece what that memory piece tells us about the past, the present, and the future. Lee gets that out of the people he talks with. And it's important to me as well that with the exception of one question at the very end of the film, which I'll talk about next time, it's such a, a, an important question, such an important moment in, in Four Little Girls. With the exception of that one question, Spike Lee himself is absent in the film. What he really does is let people speak. And then through the work of editing and its composition, you know, the composition of the whole of the film out of edited pieces, is able, to, is able to craft a story that gives us the knowledge we need to understand what it means to say that four little girls died at the 16th Street bombing, church bombing in Birmingham, Alabama. That Spike Lee does that through the testimony, through the memory, through the witness, that it has its own way of knowing.
But in order to let that way of knowing speak, one has to both trust and believe in the humanity of those who bear witness that they are sufficient, that they are what we need, but also to hear that knowledge as Spike Lee himself does, hear that knowledge and craft it in the work of editing because there is no such thing as pure testimony in Four Little Girls. It's an edited piece. We don't hear one unending story from any particular person in the film. What we instead hear are pieced together bits of testimony and witness and memory that the craft of editing by Lee is able to not impose knowledge on the testimony and witness, but instead in that editing and the composition and, and ordering of memories and testimonies and witnesses is able to let that knowledge speak itself to let those people speak for themselves, but beyond just themselves and toward a broader question of what was the meaning of this? What was the significance of this? And how ought we walk away from four little girls? How should we walk differently? What should we carry with us? And what should we know that we did not know before the film? It doesn't require a professor of history doesn't require a professor of black studies to step in and explain to us what we just heard. The witnesses, the common black folks from Alabama are more than capable. They have all the knowledge they need and all the capacity to articulate that knowledge that we need to know what they want us to know. But it's also the artistry of Spike Lee to make the ethical choice to step back and let that speaking happen. And then having let that speaking happen, be guided by the care for those black people, care for that knowledge that these elderly black people carry with them and are communicating to us, to care for that in the act of editing in order to make a film that doesn't get in the way of their witness, but allows their witness to be both affecting to us and a moment of transmission of essential knowledge about race, racism, memory, history, and what it meant to be in that moment where a loss, an incalculable loss, can nevertheless communicate something about the destiny of our country and the meaning of our life world that we share and do not share the way the testimonies draws in and push us out of that core of knowing, that core of knowing where we know what we need to know, that's been passed to us. That's the craft of testimony. That's the craft of editing. But Spike Lee also allows that exit, that sense that we don't really know what Denise's father is thinking or feeling. We know what he needs us to know. Right. Whether it's about, you know, Alpha Richardson at the end, you know, what she has to say about the memory of, of, of her daughter. We know that, but there's also the withdrawal of our knowledge. And that for me is the success, a really profound success of Four Little Girls as a documentary. That it places the witness at the center, 
The craft of editing is in the service of the knowledge that the witness transmits, and the knowledge that the witness transmits tells us what we need to know, but Lee is also careful to make sure that we also know what we cannot know, which is the inexorable and inarticulable sense of pain that comes all these decades after. You know, 35 years later, the pain that came with remembering that moment. But remembering that moment is also a bequeathing of knowledge to us as viewers and to Lee as a director, transmitted and crafted in the act of editing in order that we understand what did it mean in 1963 that four little girls died in the bombing of a church.